And we're back with another episode of the Pals Podcast. I'm your co-host, Danielle Gallarno. I am Richard Liordi. Wow, that was so formal. And we are presented by Hard Bite Chips, our favorite chips ever. Yeah, they're great. We're starting with the... Uh, yeah, I was just trying to change it up a bit today. Oh, I love that for you. Presented by Hard Bite Chips. No artificial anything, no trans fat, no cholesterol. We actually got some new flavors in today and we already finished a bag. The Honey Dijon. Yeah. So I think that is my favorite now. Yeah, they, um, they're they going to be releasing new flavors coming up. So this one, we haven't tried this one yet, but Wild Onion and Yogurt. That's a very new style flavor. I feel like this is a very 2024 style flavor. You know what? I think it's actually going to be unbelievable. So we're going to get to this one. Uh, Honey Dijon is the one we just destroyed. Uh, they I got had the three chips and they were great, but Ricky had the rest of the bag once again. It's but it was fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so head over to your local store, your health, your health food section, grocery store. Um, grab a bag. Again, they're made in Canada. They're local. Uh, they're all potato and no couch. Boom. Uh, so let's get into it. We had um, we had Nick Regina on. If you're from the city of Toronto, you know who Nicky is. If you went out uh, at all, he was a, a pioneer in the entertainment industry. I've known Nicky for a while. We actually never really connected until recently which is very funny because we never worked together directly together when we were both in nightlife. Uh, but now he's the, uh, the owner and CEO of spark financial group. Uh, they do mortgages and a bunch of other stuff. Um, but yeah, he's honestly just like a good friend and like one of those kind of homies that's really into just being the best version of himself, which I know a lot of us are, especially like this time of the year with goals and resolutions and everything. So I, I, it was a good chat. Yeah. I think like not only what you're going to see during the episode is not only just like business growth but it's also like like you said personal, personal growth and even just like his family growth and like that's just so important to him and i think when someone like kind of achieves that kind of level in their life where they're able to grow themselves personally that's when the business side yeah, of things kind of happen good things happen and it's interesting too because he stuck around for a good probably 30 45 minutes and we just kept shooting the shit and the whole time we were doing that i'm like what well, we should be recording this like this is this was great uh, but Nikki, we love you. Keep doing your thing. You're you're an inspiration to others. Uh, for anyone that's like that wants to reach out, Nikki's the type of guy that if you have questions for him, send him a message. If you're interested in his business or what he's doing, hit him up. If you're interested to know I'm like switching careers and doing a full 180, hit him up. He's the guy that responds, and uh, he'd love to chat with you too. So Nikki, we appreciate you being one of the pals. Yeah. It was a great episode. Thanks for coming on. And if you looked at it and my eyes red, I'm really sorry. I don't know what's wrong with it. I know what's wrong with it. And I just need to say that right now because I look like a freak. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Danny, what do we say? Let's fucking go. Stop looking sharp. Yeah, no, I, I didn't set up. From the off. I, I was gonna say, I'm like, I knew you were gonna come in looking looking hot because uh, you, I feel like you're always really well dressed. You know what? Are we talking? Is yeah, yeah we're okay. rolling. So, <laughs> everyone always, everyone always asks. So we I'm I'm not that guy as as of most recent I am, but when we started scaling and structuring the company, they were like, this employee handbook came out, and <laughs> it was like, okay, like. We got to follow this and we got to lead by example, you know? So when it came to dress code, I was like far, far behind as to where I should have been, right? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I got to step it up, you know? So I pulled out like all the old blazers and dress pants. I, I, I got refitted what I could. And then I went and I picked up a few pieces. So this is actually new, Nikki. I, I, didn't, I didn't rock like this for longer than maybe six months, right? But really? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, I feel like all your stuff, you're always well-dressed. Most recently, yeah. Most recently. Yeah. That's so funny. And and when I when I got into the finance space, I sharpened it up a little bit, right? So you but, know what's funny? I'm an accountant. During okay. the day, well, like last year we had a co-working space and we hated it. And we didn't see clients. Everything was online. So I'd show up to work, all of us, leggings, sweatpants, sweaters. We didn't care. We weren't seeing anyone. So we just got a new office a couple weeks ago and we all said, okay, let's like start dressing a bit better. And then when we see clients, okay, we can get a bit more dressed up. But it was like really hard to get kind of like... Back into, Back into like normal clothes. Yeah. Like my first day at work. So I work for my family business construction, but I'm in the office. My first day at work, I'll never forget it. I went, I was wearing like, not dress pants, but like nicer, nicer jeans, like nice fitted jeans, uh, like a, a nice little button up, 
And I was like, I'm going to look proper. I tucked it in, had my belt on, did my hair. <laughs> I get into the office, like half people are in like t-shirts, like oversized sweaters, like nobody dressed up. And I was like, all right, noted. Guess <laughs> right. I've got the same rotation of like eight sweaters that I wear to work in the winter. And then in the summer, it's like the same rotation of like eight golf shirts. And that's it. Nice. And half of them are like promo shirts from like whatever. Actually, I wear your hat all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Good, the spark on nice. the five panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. It's a nice one. Yeah. So nice that was uh, Mattia from Deception. Oh yeah, that? yeah. He's down in Florida still. Actually, I think I yeah. messaged him when I was down there recently. Back and forth. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, and you guys opened yeah. up a, a shop down in Florida. Yes. Yeah, we have two active brokerages down there right now. So we have our mortgage loan officer license and uh, doing the same thing that we're doing down there over here. And I have a heart on for for Florida on an overall, right? Love I know Florida. you. I know you frequent I'm, often as well. I'm, so. I can't. I can't wait to live down there. I'm. I'm already trying to plan how I live the next like 20, 30, 40 years right? of my life in Florida. Yeah. Why Florida you, though? You, you do that. You go down there. Yeah, I go like, down two, two to three times a year. Yeah. Actually, me and Danny are going to be going down in two weeks probably. Yeah, hopefully. If you come with me. I need my passport back. Oh yeah. yeah. I just got it renewed. Why'd you? Uh, why'd you just decide Florida? Yeah. So like that. Like an analogy I like to use for that is like. Bro, I feel like that's like the NHL, like the National League. You know what I mean? And and this is the juniors in a nutshell, yeah, right? Like, and 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 that's for business, right? So you got the density there. You know, Ron DeSantis is an absolute rock star. I love for, you know, I, I love what it is he stands for. I love how you know there's just a lot of big big thinkers there that are entrepreneurs that know how to scale their portfolios, and it's so refreshing to see that capitalism isn't frowned upon. You know, yeah. like if you make money, you're not a bad guy. Like one of the biggest Christian belts is, is down in Florida, right? And there's a big scene for that. And it's it's actually a vibe. Too. Also, isn't it uh, isn't it down there the Bible belt? That's yeah. what they call it. Yeah, yeah sorry, the, the, Bible the Bible belt. belt. Yeah. The, yeah, the Bible belt there. Yeah. So it's like there's there's a lot of like movers and shakers and, and people that are doing really, really well for themselves that, you know, don't have to feel bad about it down there. And it's all about collaboration, you know. So I could keep on going. Man, I, I can yeah. go all I, I love it. Would you Florida. move there permanently? So the answer to that in short is no, because I have so many roots that are really deep here with my family. I have three little ones right now. So Two that kids. move would be like really, really hard. But, you know, if I, if I didn't have kids, it'd definitely be something that I would, I would heavily consider. Yeah. Cause like one of my, like, it's always like a big question. Cause obviously like financially you were talking about Florida being such like a good place, but like the U S as a whole, there's so many ups and downs right now and so many questions going that I actually like I ask everyone who has been businesses over there is it actually like would you move there permanently great question so Florida is like an economy inside of an economy and a country in a country and and that's that's truly the case right so they're moving different from a lot of other states actually a lot of people from the democratic states like Cali and New York and, and other democratic states are moving in there um, so it's not only for foreigners that are outside moving in. They're the second highest next to Texas, um, but it's also within the states as well. So it's it it is it truly feels like it's not really seeing the downside that the rest of the country is uh, to a certain extent. Right. So, yeah, I also find that just in general, people are nicer and happier. Yeah, it's just like sunny between the weather and just, seasonal depression is <laughs> a real thing. Right, man. So, yeah. I, it. I didn't realize how, and I'm, I'm like you, I'm like a very like happy-go-lucky guy, just like always positive, good energy. This January is hitting me hard. Like it's hitting me harder than any other January. And I know we're only like 10 days in or whatever. Same. But it's hitting me hard and I'm just thinking like, and I'm do, I'm sticking to my like my roots and I'm going to the gym, I'm seeing my friends, I'm doing the things that make me happy. But there's days I'm driving home and it's 4.30 and it's dark and I'm just thinking like, you know, there's slush all over my car and like the way... It's just like wet and ugly. And I was like, man, I need to be in Florida. Like Florida's just. We're getting old, Ricky. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> We're getting old, Ricky. I know oh, you man, don't look man. it, bro. I know you're still a stud. I'm still. No, I'm getting, your best I'm years getting there, buddy. <laughs> We're getting old, bro. <laughs> I'm getting. Danny, yeah. to you, would you live in Florida? No, not permanently. No? No. Why? What's your reason? I can't even put it into words, but I wouldn't live there permanently. Okay, that's fair. And, and I'm also not at the stage right now though to still talk about like financially like if it would be a smart move for me yeah. but there'd be way other places I'd rather move in the states than Florida and economically for me it would probably be worse off mm. like I'd move to New York over Florida but that'd be the worst decision I would ever make yeah, financially that's right. yeah that's right so outside of just like the entrepreneurial stuff and and uh, the, the business side of things like lifestyle 
right? Like you're talking a little bit about the weather in regards to what they have going on over there and, and what you could keep yourself busy and active with. It's just, it's just a total different world. Yeah. From here. You I think it's something like, six months, six months somewhere, but I don't know if I could go full year there. So even, yeah. Right. Which, and it which depends what Toronto part of Florida, because not all of Florida for, right? though is the same. True. Like if you go out to like, in the middle of Florida, like if you're yeah, yeah, talking not, Miami, ta- Fort Lauderdale, Fort, Fort, Myers, Fort Myers, Orlando, yeah, Jacksonville. Again, like, those are all very say, uh, highly, Petersburg, Tampa. Like other than Miami and like that area, but Fort Myers and all that are still very. I don't know how to put it. Like, like the snowbirds. That's what you're getting. Yeah, but you also have like they're also real like cities. Like Tampa's a real city. Fort Myers is a real city. Orlando's a real city. Yeah, but I don't. Palm. I couldn't. West Palm. West Fort Palm. Lauderdale. Yeah, but like things like that. Like I don't think I could ever live in Tampa. Could I like get a place in West Palm or something like that? Seasonally, yes, but not year round. So one thing too, even you said you got your three kids. What are your kids doing like on a day like today? You know, they go to school or daycare or whatever. After that, what do they do? They come home. They can't go outside. Right. A day like today when it's windy and gross. Right. They're inside. Great big big point for family you know, for lifestyle. Family, like, like over there, you can. What, take, how yeah. nice would it be to walk your kids out after before dinner? Hey kids, we're gonna go for a walk. Yeah, mom, pop, and the, and the little ones. Hey guys, everyone, running shoes. Let's go. Okay, and, and it's so cool you're conscious to that too. Like as a single dude, I, because I, like they're bouncing off the walls in the winter, I can imagine. and that's when the wife's really like. I know I'm I walking into that tense situation, <laughs> and I walk in and the look on her. <laughs> I like, did not. God, you're here. I just worked my balls off, and then she just looks at me right. Like, like I'm I already feeling like, oh, oh, you know. But good point because they're just bouncing off the walls Man, in the winter. I, I said this. I was having this conversation with my sister-in-law maybe uh, three or four months ago, and I said I want I want to raise my kids in the states. Mm-hmm. And if it's not permanently, it's it's like at least during the winter months, and my kids would be snowbirds. She's like, "Well, how would you do that?" I'm like, well, "I'll homeschool the kids if I have to." Yeah, but it also challenges them to so many other things. But wait, wait, and, and it might. But at the same time, you could put them in sporting programs, so they'll still meet kids, they'll still do other things, or I'll put them in a private school down there, like a Montessori or something. Like, for me, being outside, I remember as a kid, I was outside as much as I possibly could, and now with like the evolution of like technology and cell phones and iPads and this and that, like, I don't want my kids to to be gamers and be on iPads and cell phones all day long. Like there's nothing against that. Like to each their own, if, if that's what people raise their kids and that's what they do, like you see it all the time. Like I want my kids to be outside. I want my kids to, you know, fall down the hill with their buddies and push each other down off the top of the, like the little play pens and shit. Like that's what I want yeah. my kid. I want my kid to be a kid. Yeah. Just like we were, you know, like I'm sure you were the same as me. You're outside. As soon as it got dark, the lights came on. Okay, mom, we need another 30 minutes. The lights just came on. Like, we're not done our game yet. Like, shit like okay, that. But that's also changed, I think, over the years in general, not like just it being has. in Toronto. Yeah, like, it's it changed over the years. But what I was going to say to your point before about, I think, like, moving to Florida and having, like, the kids, like, there and here, it only works into, like, until a certain age. Because, like, what happens if they are going into high school in a hockey team? You can't have your hockey team and play in Toronto and then go live in Florida. I was dancing. That's I was right. at the dance studio six days a week and we trained from September, well, actually like mid-August all the way up until June. This is going to be so easy. What, I'm, I'm going like, to marry, marry an American, get my green card and <laughs> my kids are going to be dual. I'm good. This no, is, I know, but this for your kid's easy. lifestyle, when they're young, it's one like, thing. They they're not in these south. activities. I'm just going to marry marry a, Florida, a Floridian and that's it. And then life is easy for me. I'm just going to go down there. I'll play house dad or house husband, whatever they call it. And that's it. Life's good to me. Um, I want to actually talk about something else now. We're going to pivot completely. Um, a man who knows what he wants, though. I hosted him uh, not too long ago, and when then we did a reel after. He's very specific, and he's got uh, to figure it out. You know what I mean? I and you can't exactly eat on that, right? I'm good. He's very I'm, particular. He knows I'm, what he wants. He knows what he wants, but until like his <laughs> wife says no, and then we'll see if that changes. Imagine me having to be just, like, the biggest pussy. Like, like okay, babe, whatever you want. Um... I want to switch it okay, to. I'm gonna, when that happens, I'm going to send you <laughs> clips from our podcast. Like, like Rick, Rick, hey, Rick, Rick, Rick what, what's going on here, buddy? <laughs> yeah. This isn't the same Rick I knew three or four years ago. Um, I want to so, switch into yeah, the cold yeah. tubs and you know, like all that health yeah. and wellness side because yeah. I know you're massive on it. Yeah. And I, Danny's not as big on it. I'm kind of in the middle, and you're like on the far end of the spectrum. <laughs> like you are like eat, sleep, breathe it. When did yeah. you get into it? Why did you get into it? And just, I don't want to say run, run us down on it, but like, just give me the, the, the juice of it. Cause I, I'm, I'm for it. You know, a good cold plunge. I'm down, you know, meditation. I'm, I'm always good for it. But like, you're the type that you're going to like weekend getaways. I feel like it's almost like bi-monthly at this point. Yeah. yeah. For like health and wellness retreats or whatever you call them. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're putting together a few plays ourselves too. And, and it's element, right? Have a, yeah, elemental, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, in a nutshell, what happened was a few years back, I really had to make a lot of changes, right? So I dove into the personal development space in a big, big way and uh, started working with my life coach. And my life coach has what's called the wheel of life. And on that wheel, there's different spokes. And those spokes are what's supposed to make up your balance. And you got to tend to them all and uh, make sure that you got... Uh, them allotted in your calendar, right? And and if you're spending too much time on one spoke, that could lead to, you know, being unbalanced and whatnot. So anyway, I spoke when it comes to health and fitness, right? And just really diving deep on that. That's where, you know, I spend a lot of my time. Cold tub, sauna. I'm seeing results from it. I feel really, really good. There's lots of stats and data. Andrew Huberman puts out a lot yeah, about cold big. therapy. And man, you gotta you gotta <clears throat> see the list of benefits, right? So and 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 a big part of what I was trying to do is is change up, you know, the spaces that I was hanging in, the people that I was hanging with. And, you know, in those wellness spots, right? Um, Elemental being one of them, you're just there's so many people in there that are doing personal development work and that aligns with who I am you know so like we're all we're always throwing each other tips and tricks you know hey try this out or go work with this yeah. culture there's this energy healer or there's this retreat happening and like you know it's just it's so beautiful because like that's what I'm getting a lot of satisfaction from these days so just me being in there other than getting the cold therapy and sauna you know the people that I'm surrounding myself with I'm like I'm, I'm all about you know so yeah well, it's not saying that uh, like if you surround yourself with five people who are whatever you're gonna be the sixth Right. right. You, yeah. you surround yourself with five criminals, you're going to be the sixth. Yeah. You surround yourself with five health pe- healthy people, you'll be one of them. But it's it's really interesting because I feel that cold plunging just got really popular in the last like three to five years. Mm-hmm. Like, but I feel like maybe seven to ten years ago, nobody was doing it, nobody was talking about it. Now, I don't want to say it's like that new fad where it's like going vegan or being a vegetarian three to five years ago was like a big thing. Now that's kind of out. Now the next wave of it is is cold plunging and Again, I, I do it in the summer. I can't do it in the winter. Honestly, like I just I, I can't I can't get around the cold on it. Like Danny, do you do them? No, I used to do them more 10, 15 years ago, but really? I did it for like like I guess injuries and stuff to try to heal myself. And I like that aspect of it, but I don't do them much anymore. Like you, you went, you did cold tubs. Yep. Oh, okay. Every week, almost like three times a week. Where? At my house. Oh, you just fill up the bathtub. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like now, like in you, even places like a well, your spot, Elemental, like these these spots are popping up, and they're almost like that go to activity. Whereas like before, yeah. you're the bars and nightclubs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Now it's like everyone, this is what we're doing. Hey, we're gonna meet up. We're gonna do a class, guided meditation, guided cold plunge. Whereas like you know, ten years ago, this wasn't a thing. Yeah, and I, just, I feel like it just took over the world. Like every like everybody I know, not everybody, so that's an exaggeration, but probably one in five people I know cold plunge on a regular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Like I said, man, the list of benefits is is crazy. Look it up, right? Like it doesn't, like you're, you're beefing like up the flow, immune yeah. system, blood flow, skin. Endorphins. Oh, man, it's crazy, right? So, and, and like when you're trying to pass that hour and a half to two and a half hours, right? And you want to keep some company around, it's 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 perfect, right? But what do you do on those cold days where it's like miserably cold and you got to leave your cold, you got to leave, you got to go into your car and it's cold. Let it out, Rick. No, but I'm asking. I don't do it in the winter. Honestly, I'm a pussy. Like I'm just, it's too cold. I'm not a cold person. I'm a warm guy. I want to be warm. I'm I'm not taking a cold shower in the morning. I don't like, I know it gives me, I know it's good for me. I can't do it. What do you tell yourself before you like, you were out, you did an outdoor plunge the other day. It's even, even, ugh. (laughs) You know what I mean? I saw saw you post and I was like, man, this dude's really doing it right now. Like, I'm like, well, this guy's gonna break the layer of ice to jump in that tub as it's literally like snows on the ground in the background of this farm. Like, yeah. what's it called? The little farm that the could or something? Farm that could. That's my Is that what it's called? My brother's farm. Oh, yeah. your brother's farm? Okay. He's a farmer, yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you're at your brother's farm and like, yeah. I'm like, this, like, this, the sun, okay, that looks nice. You know, it's it's cold outside, it's snow. This man really gonna get in a cold plunge right now? I was like, fuck. Yeah. How do you tell your, what do you tell yourself? Yeah. You're, you're just like, oh, okay, I just got to do it. It's you know what, man? Like anything else, bro, you get used to it. And it never really gets like easy, easy, right? There's always like that right before you get in. Okay, it's going to be cold, right? But it's just, it's like anything else, right? You build up that that muscle for it mentally and, and you're going to you're gonna get in there. You're going to figure it out. And again, I, I'll say it and I don't want to sound like too redundant here, but the list of benefits is so sick, 
right? Even in regards to like stress reduction and anxiety and all that stuff. And it, it really helped me when I was in a dark place. So I know that, you know, it's, it, it could really, really change the mood and it could help you with those, you know, anything, right? Yeah. No, really. I, I like totally understand what you're saying and I agree with it too. And I do see the health benefits. <laughs> I'm going to be straight up. I am not a fan of like the group meditation okay. cold plunge type sessions not for me i think it's a personal thing yeah and i think but if it works for people then it works yeah yeah, yeah. no for sure hey listen it's it's not yeah. for everyone that's it's for not sure, it's right? and yeah. it's just not for me and yeah, yeah, yeah. i have my other reasonings for it and yeah, yeah. if i said them out loud i'd probably get shot in the face <laughs> by so many people but yeah, i'm just gonna yeah. keep that to myself but um yeah. i just think it's like there's no judgment to other people for doing it it's just more just yeah it's not it, for you it's just not for me but yeah, if it works for that. people and like yeah that's good my um you still like me danny I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. danny just taking shots <laughs> i just want to say like i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and lie and be like oh my god like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just for me all. like for yeah, especially yeah. just because i have not a lot of friends everyone. like starting to go to like other ship and all those type of yeah, places yeah, yeah. which great good for them if that's helping them in like their journey yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's just not ever going to be a part of mine you, you yeah. know how you said it gets easier the more you do it yeah i remember when i started going to the gym at 6 a.m i would go to the gym at 6 37 a.m and i've been i was doing it for years and the first couple of times it was impossible to wake up. After a week, it was impossible to wake up. Everyone's like, Rick, it's going to get easier. And I go to the gym. I, I, I can go every single day and not miss a day no matter what. Mm. After the first year, it didn't get easier. Right. I was, I was struggling to wake up and I'm like, I'm not having good workouts because my body takes time to get going. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm not warm. I, I feel like I'm going to hurt something. I'm not pushing hard because I'm tired. After, after literally I think a year, I was like, you know, I'm done going to the gym in the morning. I'm going to go at lunchtime. I feel better at lunch. I'm going to go at lunch. Or I, I'm going to sleep in and show up to work a little bit. Like I'll re rearrange my hours on certain days so I can, instead of going at 6.30, waking up at 5.30 to go at 6.30, I joined the gym beside my office. Okay, so now I can wake up at 6.37, go to the gym at 7.45. So at least I get that extra hour because it just didn't get easier for me. Mm -hmm. And some people are like, no, you didn't, you didn't do it long enough. I'm like, man, I did it for a year. Mm -hmm. Like four to five days a week, 6.30 in the morning for a year almost. And it just didn't. And I still did it because I'm like, that's, it's a job. You got to, some days you like your job, some days you don't. You got to go in there, you got to put in the work. Yeah. It's part of the, it's part of the job. But yeah, it never got easier for me. Yeah, but I it's to each their own. Everyone's different. Like my uncle's sitting there waking up at 4.30 in the morning every single day. If I wake up at 4.30, yeah, right. I'm going to be miserable and I'll be in bed by six. But you, people get used to it. People don't. You have to listen to your body. You can't yeah. just force yourself just because someone else says they do it and it's good for them. That's fair. Um, you, so you mentioned when you were in your dark place, like this is something that helped you get out of it. What were other yeah. things that, that you were doing? Yeah, no. So I was, I was in the nightlife and hospitality yeah, industry. So heavily, heavily involved in regards to the promotion, the marketing, throwing events, owned and operated nightclubs. So there was just like, I was always on. There was like 17, 18 hour days, six, seven days a week, had very, very little life outside of work. So I was doing that for years and years and years, and I'm an all or nothing character, right? So if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna have it six gear pinned, as I like to say, right? And oh, I had her six gear pinned for a while in that scene, right? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, well, you're exactly. so embedded in it sometimes too. It's hard to get out of it. Like, it's almost like a vicious cycle because some it is fun. It's a fun job. Like working in nightlife is fun. Mm. You make good money. You meet so many new people. You're making connections. Like. Someone's like, okay, what's the bad side of this? I'm like, well, they don't see the you know 5 a.m. like after parties when your condo looks like it got hit by a train <laughs> the next day. You're like, because you're you're like me, you live downtown, you lived right here, so yeah. you know there's some mornings I'm like, what happened to this place? Like, is it? Did, I swear I didn't have that many people over yesterday, and then you got like two noise complaints on your door the next morning. Like, what the? Fuck? People don't see that. They just see like the fun, like easy side. So, mm -hmm. um, but I meant I meant to ask like. When you were, you mentioned like your dark days, like how'd you, what else like other than like the, um, I guess the cold plunging and the working out, how'd you get out of that dark place? Yeah. So very, very interesting time in my life where there's, there was like so much going on. Right. But then at the same time, so little of everything else outside of work, right. To go back onto that topic. And I was just really, really having a tough time wrapping my head around leaving the industry right and trying to start something new and starting from the bottom right um so with that being said it was it was one of those things where 
I knew I needed to make the change. I knew I was having problems. I knew I was struggling. I knew that I needed help, right? So I was looking and I was searching. And again, I'll shout out the boys. I said it on their podcast, right? I was a big follower and fan of Money Buys Happiness and their podcast. And I'd watch it um, because I loved what Anthony Ernesto were up to. And and podcasts were kind of like breaking through. They were new, right? And they'd have like a lot of local guests and guys that I knew and other entrepreneurs. So it was one of the things that that I did. And and, uh, at that time, right, again, very loaded question, but in a nutshell, at that time, I was watching and they they hosted my coach, Zarek, right? Yeah, yeah. Another and nightlife guy too. Another nightlife guy. And <clears throat> and his episode, what he was talking about, like it just really spoke to me. And he had made the transition out of nightlife and hospitality. And he was always someone in the industry that I looked up to, but I, I never worked with or for because he was it was always a little older little, yeah, and different older, different yeah. um portfolio, right? And and but I loved, I loved what he did. I loved the experiences that he created. He's one of like the OGs, like Maddie and stuff. Yeah, yeah right. And, and I looked up to him. So I said, and I knew he was that, you know, that character that if he did something, he did it right. So yeah, his, his episode, it really, really reached out to me. And, and the next day, man, I DM'd him, you know, and I was like, Hey man, like, I really want to have a conversation and see what it would look like for you to work with you. Right. Because yeah. I knew I had to make that transition. Right. I was, I was a father. Um, and I wanted to be the best version of a father that I could be. And I knew that leading by example and being there, you know, on the weekends, the evenings, the holidays would allow me to be that best, you know, possible version of myself for them. Right. And, and that industry would make it impossible. And no matter how much money I was making, no matter how well we were doing, no matter how easy it became because we were doing it, I was doing it for so long. It didn't matter because you know, my why is is showing up for my kids and being the best possible dad that I could be. And it was just like, this is a no brainer. I got to leave. I got to bounce. I got to get out of this mess. But man, I don't know where to start. So like, that's where, you know, the life coach really helped me out. Zarek really helped me out in that life. He's a life transformation coach, as he calls himself. Right. So, you know, I, I could truly vouch for that and say that it really, really helped uh, me. And, and my foundation is built off of that program. Right. So shout out MBA, shout out Zarek. And uh, thank you for asking that question, brother. <laughs> no, I love it. It's, yeah. it. So Danny kind of not went through a similar situation, but you basically did a full 180 on your career, too. Yeah. Like, not as yours are a little bit more connected than nightclubs to mortgages. Like, actually, no, yours not. Yours is no. the exact same, basically. Marketing to accounting is the exact same from fun and exciting to numbers. I think my reason, like, my reasons were a bit different. Mine just yeah. kind of like the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. My friend's like, hey, do you want to become an accountant? And I was like, yeah, sure. Okay, nice. Went well, back I to school. That out, eh? No, no, literally. Yeah. And you went back to school at the time? Yeah, like part time. So I've been working at the firm full time since July wow, 20, good for you, man. 2020. That's awesome. yeah. So now I'm just working to get my CPA. But uh, yeah, I had to just go back to school and get all my credits just in order to do it. But now I love it. Congratulations. That's so just, cool. It was man. funny. Yeah. And then Especially the fact you had to go back to school too. Like I would have thought maybe you had that no, educational background. No, no, I had background. a kinesiology degree from Western. Yeah, a little different. And then a yeah. postgrad from George Brown. <laughs> okay. And then I worked for a couple of years and then <laughs> pandemic happened. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to go digital. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Yeah. Wait, wow. Did, did you cool. go to college or university? No. So you, you're in I the bar- finance bar- world? I barely got out of high school, You bro. went to Shem, no? Yeah. I got kicked out of Shem, though. Really? I had to graduate at Monsignor Frazier, bro. No. Yeah, I was a prankster. I was a prankster. Where'd you grow up? School. Uh, Dufferin and Sinclair, okay. originally. So why Shem? Why not Dante? Yeah, because my parents thought it would be a good idea to so go to an all-boy yeah. school, right? But it actually... It's worse. It was way worse, it's worse. right? So, at least yeah, at da- no, Dante, it, it, you hung yeah. out with your girls and that was it. That was it. And like <laughs> yeah. you, you saw them, you were good, yeah. right? Yeah. When you're an all-boy school, it's like, okay, well... T- Girls are these foreign objects. I got to go find every single one of them. And yeah, that, that's it. Like, yeah, I, I, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Danny's shaking around at me. It's like, you no, get it. I get it. You get it. Like, yeah, no, but that it's just, it's funny how you go from nightlife and partying and entertainment, you know, no post-secondary education to mortgages of all mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why, why mortgages? Uh, so I think, I think it's sexy in the way that I'm just selling money. Right. And and when I looked at it and thought that, you know, people are always going to need money and to be in the middle of that transaction, brokering it or lending it myself or having it be that I was immersed in that space. Right. I just felt it, you know, to be something that really aligned with me. And 
to learn more about money, right? And how to leverage it, how to raise it, how to grow it and, and grow a relationship with it, but in a, in a very respectful way and not have it be that it rules my life, you know, but, but that I can understand it inside and out. Um, I thought to be cool. And the whole, again, the whole, like I'm at the end of the day, I'm just selling money, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes so, sense. That's something that everybody cool. will always need. Yeah. It's like insurance, always, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we, I, I have friends who are insurance brokers and, and who work at insurance companies and same thing. I'm like, don't you get bored? It's like, I sell something that you have to have. Yeah. You can't live without it. Right. And on your worst days, this is what like saves your life almost. Like, yeah. So it's a little bit different, but at the same time, like literally everybody needs a mortgage. And I mean, you kind of got in right at the right time too, because like yeah. 2019, 2019 2020 is kind of when nightclub industry took a bigger hit, but also like, People are still buying homes. Like mm. it's, not like, it's not like it's changing, right? Yeah. Well, the real estate that, market boomed over COVID. Yeah. That was the other thing too, right? Like I, I love real estate. I love the asset. I think it's solid. It very commonly phrase you uh, phrase that's used out there is they're not making any more land. And as we become more dense and dense and dense globally, right? That whenever you're talking about supply and demand, and there being less supply, there's more demand. Jack's price is up. So I love the asset. I love the fact that it's solid. I love the fact that a mortgage is secured against that asset, right? Um, and yeah, like a lot of the people that I was working with in nightlife and hospitality, they went on to be realtors. And I was like, and, and also a part it's like of- like that big boom of like realtors, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and a big part of it was like, okay, like why would I want to become their competition if I have such great relationships with them? We rocked out. We did a lot of work together. Why don't I just go on the other side of the business as well and serve them and have it be that I pre-approve and approve their clients for financing and then they take it to the finish line with the real estate. So there were so many different reasons. Um, but yeah, those, those are two of the biggest ones for sure. How much have you, have you and, been able- And the finance world shuts, sorry, the no. finance world shuts off Saturdays, Sundays, and in the evenings. So the whole and transition when too. the family, right, is like I get to be at home, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like realtors, I feel like their busy time is after hours and weekends. After hours the same schedule as nightlife, yeah. right? Yeah. How much have you been able to use your connections, though, from the nightlife industry in your industry now? Oh, it's the whole thing. The whole thing is built <laughs> off that foundation of nightlife. Every dot connected, every relationship for the most part is friends, family, and network. But that a massive, massive part of what we've built that Spark Financial Group and the verticals and the conglomerate of companies have been from the network that I built in nightlife and hospitality. Yeah. Well, I want to ask about the different verticals and, and what other businesses are attached to it because I know you obviously do more. But I want to talk about like people always shit on promoters. Like when we like go look back, like we were a promoter, like, oh, you were a promoter. People always shit on promoters. But being a promoter as a, as, I don't want to say a kid, but as a late teen, early 20s is one of the best jobs you can have. Like literally like, the amount of people you meet on a weekly basis is remarkable. Yeah. And the amount of like connections you can make and me, I don't use a lot of my nightlife connections anymore for that, for work. But you know, anytime I go anywhere, I do something, there's always someone, you know, or someone that you took care of once. Like, you know, on a Friday night, you were their person that they needed the most, you know, like it's someone's birthday. It's like you, you literally held that person's birthday in your hand. You could either make their birthday amazing or it could be the worst night ever because of you. Mm. And if you're a good promoter, usually you made it the best night ever. But like people always shit on them. Like I find it so funny because I was with a friend literally yesterday and I was talking about like nightlife. And I'm like, yeah, I used to like in my past life, I was in nightlife. She's like, you were a promoter. I was like, what's that side eye for? Like, what are you talking about? I was a promoter. She's like, are you one of those guys standing on the corner handing out flyers? I was like, no, that wasn't me. But I was one of the guys that like, like I threw the party. Like I knew what was happening. I was the one taking care of tables. Like I, we were there. Like we yeah. was it. That's how it worked. She's like, oh my god, I can't believe you're a promoter. I was like, I'm gonna ignore this, the like the dirty talk you're well, giving to promoters right now because no, 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 no. It, it it literally. I get it. I don't I totally agree, but I understand because a lot of like the times like the promoters have had like a negative stigma, or slimy stigma. Yeah, but that towards was like towards some female things. But I don't think that's with everyone. And I think it's like finding the right promoters. But I also think promoters is like kind of like people's first sales job. Yeah. So then, like, then I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it on the head. I, I was I, we're being the, the corporation is being coached operation wise from Patrick Bed David, Spark Financial Group, right? And he's really, really, you know, made a massive impact on what we've been able to do in a very, very short period of time. But to talk on this subject specifically and then to make it back to your point there, he's like the biggest 
names out there, right? All they are is promoters. Yeah. So you look at like a Don King and him promoting these boxing events. You look at an Elon Musk. You're not in love with Tesla for the actual product. You didn't just hop onto Twitter's. To, you're you're in love with Elon, right? He's a promoter of his businesses. Mark Cuban, he related to and Dave said Portnoy. He bought you know the Dallas Mavericks. He called every season ticket holder, right? And he thanked them and and he called his network, made them season until it was sold out. Like he's promoting his business, right? So I think it's the perspective in which you look at it, and then to make to make. You know, my way back to your point there, you're you're associating a promoter with the wrong people. Like Ricky was a class act. Everyone loved Ricky. Ricky had a big smile on his face. He was dressed up. He's running outside to grab you, pull you in. He's making sure he's bringing comp bottles to the booth. He's all hugs, kisses, and laughs, and, and he's not that <laughs> Lots creep. Of kisses. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's not that guy. He's that guy who's, who's going to like just make it so that you're having a really yeah. good time, right? So... I think it, I think there's a stigma on the promoter because they associate it maybe with some bad apples. Yeah, and, with like and there's the one bad or two apples, in the industry yeah. that have had like unfortunately bad in every yeah. industry, right? Exactly. So are you gonna are you gonna look at every sector in every industry and 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 focus what your perspective is on it because of the few bad apples or not? I but think promoters I are, also are, th are cool. Th man, no, but know? I also yeah. think yeah. promoters too in general can kind of get that bad rap though because it's also promoting. Like that entertainment and drinking lifestyle yeah. of going out and partying yeah, right, and late sure. nights, which yeah. not everyone like. Yeah, but when you're think a kid, about like moms being like, "Oh, who got you? Like, oh, this promoter got me." It's like that mom's obviously gonna be like, "Oh, promoters are shit. They're this and that." I know my mom did when I was young. Like, what are they gonna say? Anything good about them? No, they're bringing me out to parties. No, like, you're, you were going out to the party. They're actually just helping you. They're they're helping you. They're have helping a good you time. get in and have a good time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But. That's why I think the negative connotations around the actual word promoter. But if you take a t step back and actually look, remember what they we, do. we used to call ourselves <laughs> event marketers. It's like no, There's, we were there could be a name for program anything. coordinators, yeah, program <laughs> coordinators. <laughs> VIP hosts. <laughs> actually, no. Why? In, in there, in the money buys happiness. You mentioned paid to party. There's no paid to party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll never forget my first time I met a paid to party girl. I was working at EFS. Yeah. And I got there early this night because like I, I maybe there's new balancers or new staff, so we all like all the all the promo team showed up early. Yeah. So it's like ten thirty on a Friday night or something. Like lights are lights are just turned off, right? Like they're just they're just getting ready for the club. And these two gorgeous women, gorgeous women are there. And I'm just like, oh cool. One comes up to me and I'm like, you know, I know I know what I could do at a club, but two beautiful women don't come up to me and start talking to me at this time of the night before drinks or before. I didn't even have any bottles, nothing. <laughs> I'm standing at the bar by myself. Now, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is before I'd like really been to Vegas and know what like, like working girls are like too. And I'm just like, wow, these, she's like, hey, like I'm so-and-so, like what's your name? I'm like, cool. Like, we're just talking. Like after like 10 minutes, like, oh, you're going to buy us a drink? I'm like, fucking right. I'm going to buy you a drink. Fuck, you guys are beautiful. <laughs> Bottom a drink. We're having a good time. <laughs> Later on, the night goes on, whatever. It gets busy. We're at our table. They come by our table. I was like, oh, you guys want shots? like, yeah, we, we're not allowed shots. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, well, we're working. I'm like, what do you do? We work for the club. I'm like, I work for the club. Obviously, you're allowed shots. Like, I drink shots. It's literally what I get paid to do. I get paid to do. She's like, no, we're not allowed to take shots. I'm like, I'm so confused. Like, what do you do here? She's like, oh, we're like, we're like, like we're paid to be here. I'm like, like by who? She's like, well, we're, we're like part-time models. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, what's this? And then she was like, she's like, oh, it's called paid to party. I was like, never even heard of this. And I was just like, surprise. I want my drinks back. <laughs> I'm like, I work here. You couldn't wait yeah. for me to get my bottles before you yeah. asked me for a drink. Yeah. Yeah. But fuck. Yeah. That was the first time I ever heard of paid to party. Crazy. Cause before when we were younger, it was completely different. It was like, Hey, you got your friends. Like, I know you guys were like the school bus guys. Like yeah. you guys always did that. We were like yeah. a Western crowd. So we always brought our Western friends down yeah. And, yeah. and that's how it was. But like, Times have changed now big time. Oh, yeah. Like you see yeah. the industry now, it's completely different than what yeah. it was 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, big time. Big you still time. go out at all? Here and there, like I'll go for a birthday, I'll go for occasion. Sometimes like I'll just go down with an old friend, right, just to hang. Because no matter which way you twist it or turn it, right, like it's it's still something that's in me and will forever be. And I can appreciate good entertainment. I can appreciate a solid experience. I love to go by and see the old friends down there, the people that are still working, shake their hands, hug them, tell, a, tell an old story and have a laugh about it. Absolutely, right? I mean, it's not too often that I do get to, to get out there. But when I do, I actually thoroughly enjoy myself, right? I do because it's... It's, it's something that, you know, like I said, it'll, it'll forever be in me and I'll have a, 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 I'm very grateful for what I learned there, for who I met there, for what I experienced there. And as many as good times as I had, 
I had just as many bad times, but I'm grateful for those experiences because they've allowed me to grow, right? So, yeah, I do, but uh, not that often. Well, was not, it? not as often as you, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the moonwalk down King West on a nightly basis. Mind you, again, I live right bro. here. I'm a single guy. Yeah, yeah of I course. Got a bit of disposable bro. income. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I sometimes. Even if I go to the gym after work, I still get home at like seven thirty, eight o'clock. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah, I, yeah. I can't. I can't okay. watch TV. Yeah. I can't sit here and watch TV. I can't go to bed. I'll just. I'm just like I'm gonna yeah. go to bed at eight o'clock. Like just toss and turn until one a.m. Like. Yeah. That sounds terrible. I'd rather go out and meet new people. Like no one's ever said they had the best night of their life when they stayed in. It's right, never right, happened. Right. It's never <laughs> happened in the history of nights out. That's a good line. No one's ever said I've had the best night of my life when I went to bed at like eight o'clock. <laughs> stayed in. <laughs> Maybe you had a nice night. I'm sure like a nice bottle of wine with yeah. a good candle and a bubble bath. Yeah, I'm sure that was a lovely evening. Yeah. But that's not the best night of your life. Not I'm not saying sure. when I go out, I have the best nights, but the possibility of having the best <laughs> night of your life. There, right? I, I'm not saying I'm a gambler, but I like those I odds. I get it. I agree. <laughs> but like there's also nothing wrong that's with going awesome. to bed at 839 sometimes. For me, I like, yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> Unless that's the plan. Unless, you know, I've got an early morning run tomorrow and I got to go to bed because I've been out the last three nights and I'll go to bed early. But other than that, I, w- I want to be out living because if I die tomorrow, do I want to know I went to bed at 8 o'clock last night? Oh, don't sell that to me. Uh, no, I, I want to be out and about. Um, favorite party. You, but, you, 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 but you know what? You Like what I see from the socials, right? Like I admire like your balance as well because like you're out there ripping triathlons. You're, you're doing your oh, workouts. Yeah. You have a pickleball team. Like you stay you in shape. You gotta come watch this here. You gotta come watch. I'm like, this guy's like he's balanced. You know what I mean? In, in that single lifestyle, right? Yeah. From what I know and see through the socials. Yeah, right? we talked right? Florida so like, though. Have you played pickleball? I have, yeah. It, it's hard to think of pickleball and not think of Ricky. Think about it. I think I told you on that on the this. podcast too because he came out as the pioneer for Ontario. But I found it very interesting and, and he chirped himself. He's like, yo, I'm not even fucking good at pickleball. <laughs> oh, shit. But, it, but think about it. It's hard not to think Matt, of Ricky when you I, think of pickleball. My goal is to be the Mark Cuban of Canadian pickleball. <laughs> That's go. the goal. Mark Let's Cuban of Canadian it, pickleball. I, I'm there to help you. You're going to come watch. You're going to come watch. When we, when we have our first event, yeah. first event's going to be in, uh, in late April, early May. I think I'd love to I'm gonna support, get you. In, I'm gonna get you. In I'm gonna get you some nice merch for us too. To some bring the kids too. Yeah, the kids will love it. They're I'm not down. gonna really know what's going on, but they'll 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 enjoy it. I'm down. Um, I'm down. fuck, God, we always end up talking. Do I get about merch? It. Yeah, of course you would. I'm like I actually game last year. You I got course, no merch. We didn't have merch last year. We didn't have any money we had last some year. Hats. We had I still didn't see one of those. He's bootstrapping it. He's building. We were tight. We were tight. We're okay now. We got a little bit of money in the bank with the team now. Um. Back on that level, was he it? sold the Ricardi heart. He yeah. sold your Ricardi heart. <laughs> <laughs> you need a couple. The one need a couple okay, let's take a step back there. If he starts getting these signed, never have to do anything with them. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, so, back to nightlife. What's the, your favorite party you've ever been a part of? I love asking people this. Oh man, that's, that's an awesome question. Um, experience wise, there myself in the crowd enjoying it or actually bowl. curating Give me the, the event. Okay, yeah, escapade in Ottawa oh, yeah. um, just because I knew nobody there and I was able to really, really enjoy myself and not worry about my So wait, you just went solo? Right? No, I went with uh, my boy JP who was the the um, producer for Electric yeah, yeah. Elements and uh, Macri who was uh, uh, DJ po- Macri. Pachente, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Pachente and then, uh, and then Macri, the yeah, DJ yeah. who we were working really, really closely with at the time. Just the three of us went down there. I just had a just shaker. To, just to enjoy ourselves, yeah. And it was so nice because I could truly tell you that we did not know one person there. So we were able to just take it all in, you know? It's yeah. nice, especially when you worked in the industry. I stopped working in the industry not because of like the same reasons you did. For me, I stopped enjoying going out. Mm. Like it was at the point where it's like, is it worth this money to me? Like I'm, I'm not enjoying myself. Like people are, it was like before people call you, oh, can you get me? And I'd, I'd be happy to take, now it's like you're texting me like, you're you're showing up at one o'clock to Lost and Found when Drake's here. Like you're not getting in, right. and now you're getting mad at me. Like I told you, show up at eleven o'clock. Yeah. Well, like you get in fights. I'm like, I'm not enjoying this. I'd rather just go out. I'd rather just take care of myself. I'll go. I'll get my own table. I'll buy my own bottles. I don't need the comp ones, and I'll just go and have fun. Yeah. And to that idea, like now when I go out and I don't work, and like again, you still get the you get the benefits of working in the industry for so long. But I have so much fun when I go out. Mm. And I go out and I'm someplace I don't know anybody. You just go like you have your drinks, you party, you meet new people, you do your thing, you listen to music. Because when I used to work, like towards the end, I hated, I, I didn't hate going out. That's not the right word, but I just didn't love it anymore. Mm. Now yeah. I go out and it's just like, yeah, I get to do whatever I yeah. want. Like, you know, the door guy, you get him right away. Like, yeah. 
especially on this and like on this street, it's so easy to go out and that, just like that's such a cool way to look at it because you have such deep roots, but now you're not working it. You're having fun, but the perks you get because the guy that you were in the industry, like you're able to well, see, like when, yeah, that's when, cool. even when me yeah. her after some podcast, like we'll go we'll go down the street, yeah. and then you do the same stops. So it's like Marble, Paris, Texas, Locals Only, Laissez Faire. Ruby and then Parlor. We're not doing them all. Don't worry. Yo, how how's I heard nothing but amazing things about Paris, bro. So like it's good, but it's young, man. Okay, I'm I'm old there. How old are you? You're a couple years old. Thirty-five. Yeah, so you're thirty-five. I'm thirty-three. Okay, we're old there. Okay, it is young in there. Okay, they did a really really good job. But yeah, it's beautiful. You know what? You know what? Like if I'm a twenty-one-year-old guy or girl, if if I'm nineteen to twenty-eight, yeah, I'm going. Like I, I go. I'm 33 and I still no, go no, every. You can't week. go as like 28 year old woman. That's okay. me, and I feel old there compared to the other girls there. Okay, okay. No, you can still go. It's still, it's still good. My yeah. wife went for a bachelor party with my sister, and there was a couple other younger girls in the crowd, and everyone from the youngest girl to my wife, who was the the older OG. They fucking loved it. They well, were it like, is, it was such it's a just rager. Like, in I know there. it's like a country bar, like, but it's like pop upscale country, country, yeah. ups, country, upscale country. Okay, but like you know every song. It's Taylor Swift. It's Morgan okay. Wallen. So you're singing along. Some other, you're getting everyone's rowdy. just I see that singing from the and actually yeah, yeah, cool. having fun. Like there's right. and no there's bottle service. Else. Right. Yeah. There's Which, bottle service at a country club. Like when do you, there's right. imagine going to the Rockin' Horse and be like, hey, I want three bottles of Don Julio 1942. I want two bottles of Goose and you know bring me a bottle of Ace. And then Morgan Wallen. And then Morgan Wallen last night. <laughs> yeah. Last night. We That's like, pretty dope, bro. Like, it's yeah, just like, yeah, it's yeah. fun, man. Like, yeah, you sit there yeah, and like, yeah. and it's nice. built really well where like, you know girls are going to dance on the table. Build the table that's strong enough to let them dance on it. Right. And that's what they do. Like, you right, look at like, right. when cool. you get in there, you get in that back section, it's just girls everywhere. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. They do it. They did a really good job. It looks really nice. But Solid. yeah, so good the story I'm saying is Love when that. we go down this strip, we literally pop in everywhere you go. You know the bouncer. You say hi, shake some hands, whatever, catch up. You walk inside, one of the servers you know, so it's okay, round the tequila to start. I was yeah. like, fuck, I wasn't drinking tonight. Okay, you gave me a shot of tequila, let me buy a drink anyways, just because I feel bad. You go to the next bar, oh, Rick, same same drink as before. It's like, well, now that you said that, yeah, I'm going to have I'm gonna have a, my, my vodka seven, why not? And then you go to the third bar, it's He's like, oh. really not complaining right now, I you, swear. you go through a shot of tequila, it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> next thing you know, it's a Tuesday night, and I've had like four drinks in the, in the first hour. I was like, what just happened? Yeah. And it's just like... Good time. <laughs> it's a good oh, so time. That's always a good time. That's right. I'm not working anymore. So if I was working, I'd be <laughs> stuck at that one venue all the yeah, whole night. Yeah, I'd, just, yeah. I'd be stuck there. At least now yeah. I have to pop around, say get in, get out, and and do some other things. Um, back to the question I was gonna say. Uh, and Rick, before. with your looks, you're like a paid to party boy, right? So it's good. To, I'm it's not good paid. for I'm them to, party boy, but it's good to them for, for them to keep you in there oh, with yeah. your free drinks. I'm right? fun so. too. Like, I, I get rowdy. I get rowdy, <laughs> and I don't take off my shirt anymore, so it's kind of a bonus. Before they'd have to do like they'd be like, "Hey, put your shirt on, sir." Like you can't do that here. I'm like, "Oh yeah, sorry. I work here. Don't worry. I used to work here before you did. That's that's what I'd say." Um, what other verticals do you have other than mortgages? Yeah, What's so far? we have three verticals under the portfolio. We do general insurance. We have a fund that lends specifically on mortgages, and then we do mortgages, A and okay. B mortgages, right? So those are the three main verticals under the portfolio. What else are you thinking about? Because I feel like you're the guy that you'll yeah. you'll always keep thinking of other things. You know what? What are it's you allowed so, to say it? it oh no, no, for yeah. sure. Like, I'm I'm an open book, but you know, so it's it, it's such an awesome question, right? And me, myself, and, and my partners, we had the end of the year uh, huddle, and it was awesome, right? We were celebrating. We had a really, really big year we had an 160 percent to the top line on an overall for a couple of the verticals and a new one entered and, and it, it just put our top line up in a big big way and we were now now we're focused on okay we have the infrastructure built out we got the system and processes we got an awesome staff we figured it out right now let's just breathe life onto the existing verticals and expand it Right and scale out not only in the Toronto market, Ontario, Canada, and North America, but we want to take our talents across the globe. So let's stick to what we know. Let's stick to what we've built. Let's stick to what we have in place, and let's go hard with it now because we know it works given the growth that we've seen. Yeah. And you know, if, if you take it and you're like, okay, you know, what does that look like in regards to the finance business? Like we're still like not even a speck of sand on the beach. If we had 0.01% of the market share, we'd be, you know, in the billions of dollars of revenue. So there's not enough, you know, there's not enough time in this lifetime to scale it out the way that we want to. But also a point I'd like to add in the, in the past, I've bitten off more than I could chew. 
and it spread me thin and it made it so that I became unbalanced. And when I became unbalanced, I took on a very unhealthy lifestyle and it just really has me being like, I don't want to go back down that road. Right. And I want it to be that, you know what, at five, five thirty six, with exception when I get invited to a legendary podcast like this, <laughs> I'm at home, I'm at home with the kids and I'm buzzing out. You know, and, and, and I'm just hanging. But maybe, yeah, I could have taken on something else, but then what's the point of it all, you know? It's it's so. funny you say that, like, you, you talked about earlier, like, you have the wheels and the spokes on the wheels, and when you're doing the right things, it's going in the right direction. Just as it goes in the right direction, you do the wrong things, it can turn back and it can go Correct. in the wrong direction. Absolutely, right? like, yeah. You bite off more than you can chew. You start making wrong de- wrong decisions. You start judging yourself. You start beating yourself up. Your mental health goes down. Your mental health goes down. Your diet goes down. Your diet goes up. You know, and it just starts spilling. Yeah. And it can go backwards faster than it can go forwards. Absolutely. And we all know that. Like, Absolutely. It's so easy to go backwards. Well, I just think especially when you're an entrepreneur and you keep wanting to grow your business, you could work around the clock nonstop. Then I always think of like someone said this to me, like, are you working to live or are you living to work? And it's like really trying to find that like work life balance mm-hmm. and trying to make all aspects of your life stable enough yeah. to be able to enjoy them as much as you want. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the only way that I take on a project outside of that portfolio, and there will be some, right, is if it really aligns with me and it's out of the finance space and it's something I'm doing in personal development or it's something that. Like really speaks to me like elemental and we are making a play on that right and it's something that i'm on more so for consulting connecting dots networking not in their feet for service roll the sleeves up clock nine ten hours a day if not sometimes more and build the business you know it's it's not that it's like hey these are the plays these are the dots this is the move these are the guys let's go kind of vibe and that is more from a consulting standpoint and it'll be baked into my schedule as it exists now because i'm not willing to sacrifice and go above and beyond um the way that i used to right because to go to your point man it's a slippery slope down is what they say right and And it's one day at a time bro it's important that you know that because it's so easy to to get excited about something and say oh yeah i want to do this and then next thing you know you're putting so much effort and energy into this this one thing where you're not focusing on what your, your main pillars are right. You're trying yeah. to do this. And it happens to me because now I've, I've got, I don't want to say my hand dipped in so many different cookie jars, but I've, I do so many different things. I got my day job construction. We got this podcast and I do TikTok. Now I got this pickleball team and I get invited to do other things. I'm like, Oh, that'd be so much fun. Like, Hey, you're open We're opening up a restaurant. I'd love to do that. Yeah. That sounds great. And I was like, wait a second. I got no time for that. Mm. I barely got enough time for the things I, I love. Like going to, going to see my friends, going to concerts, doing all this. Like, I make time for those. Like, where, where, what, where am I going to find time to do this? So something else has got to sacrifice. But those are my pillars. Those are my, these are my things, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, pickleball is the, the newest thing, and that's not going anywhere anytime soon. So now it's like, I don't have time to do that. Yeah. And time is the one thing you can't buy. Mm-hmm. And I guess health, but health to a certain extent you can kind of buy, right? Like time you can't. There's nothing more you can like. There, it's it, it's just that's it. Mm-hmm. If you don't have more time, there's there's nothing left. And I will. I refuse to be the person on my deathbed wishing, saying, oh, I wish I had more time. No, when I, if I, when I go, I'm going to be like, all right, that was, that was all right. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Like, up top. Like, let's, yeah, yeah. let's, let's see what we're made up of there. Cause fuck, like yeah. you hear, you hear the stories of people that are like, they live to die. Right. Or they work to work, live to work. Whatever you said, whatever your expression was, it's, it's not, I don't know. Like, just like you went through dark, dark, dark times. I did too. In like 2017, 2018. And, when you hit your rock bottom and you know what your shitty days look like, like mm-hmm. a mediocre day is a great day. Yeah, no like doubt. when you, I would say if you have like, if you put your, your days on a scale of one to 10, if you got a bunch of ones in a row, you don't want a 10 out of 10 day. You just want that five. Mm-hmm. Like you just want a five out of 10 where you, you, nothing bad happened. You know, today was a normal day. Like that's mm-hmm. all you wish for. And then after a while, you, things get good. Life gets good. And you have a, a five out of 10 day. You're like, oh, this day sucked. This was a five out of 10. It's like, oh. Do you remember what that one looked like? You remember when you couldn't get out of bed and you were miserable and you were depressed and you hated the world and everything made you mad and nothing made you happy? Well, think about it. It's not, one, it's not that day. So right now that five is looking like a fucking 10 because you know you remember what that one was like. So mm. I, I always say this. It's, anyways, that was a big ramble. But yeah, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> back, no, for sure, man. Back, yeah. back to uh, the, the verticals. And I, I see what you're saying. Like stick to what you know. Yeah. Stick to what you're good at. Do it the best you can and grow like that because... Mm-hmm. 
it's easy to get sidetracked and it's easy to go the wrong way. Yeah. And, and like now too, we're learning a lot about scaling and operations. And like when you get to certain revenues and a certain amount of employees, like there's a level of sophistication to it that it's a whole other ball game. And like to concentrate on, you know, right now we're at 30 employees and like bringing it from 30 to 60 employees, like that's a massive jump. Right. And it's just, it's, it's different what you have to inject into your operation to make sure that it runs efficiently and that it's not just managed chaos. It's actually like real, real well-oiled machine, a real, real well-oiled machine. I'm going to say. Do you find that the, uh, the coaching helps a lot? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because so there, there's the coaching on on the personal development piece, right, with the life transformation coach Zarek, and then there's the coaching from Patrick Bet David that has to do with the business specifically, and they're 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 both focused on you know that part, right? So it's like just a business, like PBD is all business, like it's all operations, right? And then even more specifically, it's all for the finance space. And that's his background in a big, big way, right? So it's like, go to the experts that have done it, that it, that have exited these big companies that have the systems processes and, and template and structure to be able to set you up for success because everything that you're going through, the problems that you're facing, the walls that you're hitting, they've hit all those walls. They faced all those problems. They know it. They've been there. So like when you're crying out because you think you have the, like, this massive pain point that no one knows how to solve, there's an answer for it. You know what I mean? And, and the way like a weapon like that, who's really experienced, just processes it so quickly and is like, bam, there's your answer. Or bam, read this book. Or bam, check out this module. It's just like, fuck, breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. It's just like me and me and my assistant and, and my, my operator are in those meetings and we just look at each other like, dude, this guy just solved a huge problem for us, you know? And, and same with and the life coach piece, right? Like you want to talk about like having conscious communication with people, forgiving them or health and fitness or growing your connection with God and the spirituality aspect. Like you'd think these questions to be somewhat common sense and like you have the answer for them, but really, you know, they're not right. And, and there's experts and there's science to this, right? And that's what they do full time all day every day that's what they're passionate about so my my whole you know belief is work with the experts you know in those specific areas and bounce off of them because nothing's new under the sun it's all fucking happened before you know what i mean so what we're all going through whatever skeletons we have in the closet whatever problem we're going to face tomorrow or face yesterday it's happened already someone's gone through it someone's figured it out you know so that's my whole thing with these experts bro no i what you just said that I 100% agree I might work anytime we, we can't figure it out I was like okay like how do we fix this like, well, I don't know I'm like well find someone who knows and whatever cost right. to fix let's, yeah exactly. let's fix it like Simple. we're in construction yeah. we we're not working at NASA we're not in a chemical biology lab trying to cure cancer what we've done has been done thousands of or hundreds of thousands maybe millions of times mm -hmm. if we don't know how to do it find someone who does yeah pay them to do it find, yeah. find someone who's really good at just figure it out because it's not rocket science. Yeah. But we do, everybody's done a million other times. The same, same with you. Like, sometimes you think you got this problem that's so specific and unique and I have no idea. And they're like, oh yeah, this is X, Y, and Z. It's like, yeah. how'd you know? It's like, well, yeah, it's happened to me and my other yeah. colleagues. Or something. It's like, exactly. It's so simple. Yeah. And if you didn't have it, so I get it. I, yeah. And that's that look when we look at each other, like, dude, the guy just like, it just came out. Like he just shot from the hip and it's like, we've been banging our heads up against the wall for two weeks about that problem. So that's awesome that you think that way. You're like, just find someone just who's find expert someone and like, have that break. If, if our guys right? can't do it, find someone who can yeah. pay them or hire them. One of the two. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah, but that's why people train and are experts or are professionals. You're not going to go to a doctor for your divorce. Mm. You like for your mental. I'm not getting divorced. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but like, let's say you're yeah. having like problems and you need to talk, yeah, yeah. you're going to talk to a therapist. 100%. Yeah. You're not going to talk to me. I'm not trained in that to yeah. be able to help you. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. Exactly. Find, find the people who know what they're doing and just talk to them. Get Go to the experts and get, and get them because that's, that's what they're there for. Mm -hmm. um, one more, I, we're almost nearing that time. I want to go yeah. back to the, the life coach too because I know some people and I, I don't know Zark personally. I've just like, I've heard of him. I know him from the industry and like everyone I've always talked to said really good things about zark um but life coaches in general i know there's like that kind of like almost like a negative stigma with life coaches too because mm. it's like oh they're just preaching like the same like basic like do good like do good be better kind of mentality do you think the life coaches like what, what do you think about life coaching i shouldn't say like what, what do you think about them so it was like what we were talking about before right like every sector every industry you have your bad apples that you know, like we'll grow this rep, this bad reputation and put a, have it, have it be that people put a certain 
stigma on it and, and frown upon it. But then you have, you know, your experts and your perfectionists, perfection, perfectionists. How do you say that? Perfectionists. You got it. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> I said that word 10 million times in my life before, but I, I didn't nail it that. So yeah, you, you have your all or nothing characters, right? That are going to dive deep into the work. They're going to immerse themselves in it for years. They're going to truly understand it. They may even put some really, really cool spins onto their, onto the work too, to have it scream even louder to certain niches. But I look at that in, in, in the same light, right? Like if you put in the right amount of years, if you've been through it and you have those experiences yourself, and if you know you really, really are passionate about it, then no matter which way you twist it or turn it, they're going to be able to to really help you. And and uh, I think those coaches are awesome, right? Yeah, for sure, man. It's interesting because they're called life coaches, but they're more like just like perfectionist yeah that's how you say it <laughs> sorry perfectionist no, but they're, i needed i needed a, still going on his head. perfectionist perfectionist yeah. <laughs> it's just really funny but yeah sorry nikki before we were uh, yeah, did yeah. you have anything else I, what were you gonna say i was gonna say what what's next for you i feel oh. like you're you're always going you're always yeah. moving you're always shaking like you did the charity thing with the blazer last yeah. month i know that was a big thing for you like what's mm. next for you yeah so big big picture uh again number one by a landslide just be there for my kids Every time I can be there for them, so I'm, I'm pumped up. I got my son going in hockey. I'm, I got my my daughter's Where's really he playing? active. Yeah, so he starts at uh, the village sports okay, village. Yeah. Kids on ice, two and a half. Oh heck down yeah! To the month, you know, I, I got him in there. Shout out Mass. He gave me that schedule. <laughs> He's got his son in there too. Um, and then you guys are gonna create like a former like nightlife team. <laughs> something like that's probably Sponsored gonna go by down, like eh? Tris yeah, Nightclub yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. And then, then uh, yeah, the girls too, right? I got them really active in sports and just want to be a part of their lives and, and just be there, simply be there and, and lead by example. Um, then if you, if you flip it to the business side, we're chasing a billion dollar valuation, right? So based on our EBITDA and multiple in our space, we need to do about 650 million rev annually. So we got a lot of work to do. And as, as well as we're doing, we still got many and many things that we need to, to cross off and, and accomplish. So yeah, just pumped up about about that, and uh, yeah, in a nutshell, those are the two. Are I the fucking biggest. love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's yeah. it's always it's always good. And any big goals for you this year, like outside of those? The, the, well, I guess billion dollars on a yearly goal. It's kind of more of a yeah. Long yeah, term, and 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 the biggest like one of the biggest goals as well is I really want to build a, a a super super deep connection with my wife Sophie. She's been such a rock star. That's been you guys have been together side. for like what a decade? Sixteen years, bro. Sixteen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, seven years married, and like she stood by my side through everything, you know. And like I owe so much to her, but you know the one thing I really really want to work on is just spending a lot more time with her too, and building a, a real deep connection now and giving her as much help and support as I can because man being a like a stay-at-home mom with three kids and and she's even hustling on the side too she's got a salon where she does hair extensions and runs a business like I tip my hat to her like I, sometimes I, I'm, I look in the mirror I'm like wow man you got to slow down you're going hard and then like you know I look up to her I'm like shit like she's going harder you know and like I, I love her I love her to death and, and I feel like I want to build that deeper connection this year with her too so that's a big goal of mine how do you plan on doing that? Spending a lot more time, right? We're like we're like best buds. We get each other inside and out, but it's just simply we're not spending enough one-on-one -on -one time with one another to be those best buds, right? Because she knows me inside and out. I know her inside and out. We make each other laugh, you know? And uh, yeah, it's just putting myself in front of her and taking ourselves away from the kids and our friends and just, just doing us, you know? So, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> Danny, anything else? That's it. You good? Um, if people, before we wrap up, if people want yeah. to find out more about you, everything you're doing, where can they go? How can they find you? Well, I, I was going to ask you, Rick, if you could manage me from here on in. Hit up Ricky Loretti. The Fells podcast is big time. No, no, I, I made I, it to the platform. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and just follow player. at Nick Regina on Instagram, and everything's kind of connected through there. Um, and you'll find out a lot more about me if you care to. And thank you very much for uh, tuning into the Pals, Pals podcast. And I feel very grateful that I was able to uh, sit here and shoot the shit with these two beautiful 
human beings and hopefully you guys like the episode um and uh yeah good on you guys for for holding it down for so long too man like you you're one of the podcasts that i watch from out the gate until now and i like i was saying before off camera i think like your format and sitting back and shooting the shit and just like making your guests feel at home you know is is something that's special like again i said it to the mbh boys and i'll say it to you i gotta step my game up you know because like you guys are awesome hosts yeah that was the best wrap-up obviously you have a, po- a podcast <laughs> ready, like mic drop well, and like let's walk out like, he has perfect. a podcast so like obviously he's done yeah. this but that yeah, was a yeah, great yeah. wrap-up i was like <laughs> that was good he knows it he knows yeah, it yeah, no but yeah. nikki appreciate you coming out obviously yeah. like obviously, there's so many big things in your future like even the, just your, your philosophy on life like you're you've you've got it you've got the right foundation and it's you know it's fun to see like other guys that are former nightlife guys like that just figured it out because mm. there's some that maybe they didn't figure it out yet and they're still kind of doing this and that and whatever but the ones that have figured out and made it out and like made it out on top you're like fuck yeah like it's yeah, yeah. it's a good feeling yeah and and man like that like reach out reach out if, if there's something in regards to a transition that you want to flip out of that the nightlife and and move on into the corporate world because it was tough for me and i'm always willing to lend a hand even if it's again to connect the daughter have a conversation but what i will say is to all the soldiers that are still in nightlife and hospitality i salute you and that's where i built the thickest thin the the, the thickest skin that's where i built you know, so many beautiful relationships. I said it a little earlier. I was able to build my whole portfolio based on those connections. That's where like the crazy amount of hours and what you have to endure is just, you know, it's going to set you up. Even if you don't know it, it's setting you up for success in the future. If you do apply it to other areas, everything feels like a fucking cakewalk compared to the work that we had to do in the nightlife and hospitality it's challenging so to all the 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 boys and the girls out there that are doing it in that scene i salute you you got a crazy work ethic you got you know real thick skin and and uh yeah keep 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 going and and i'm here if you want to make the transition or if not i'll probably see you down there give you a big hug and and high five you for uh for rocking out in the scene i love how he looks at the camera too he's got it (laughs) and that's a wrap guys thank you we will see you next week. Nikki, love you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. love you too, buddy. Okay, you. cheers, guys. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes and every I got alone. No one thing. You're not alright. I'm not alright.